The Insulone Podcast is brought to you by Cybionics, an emerging CGM brand that focuses on simplifying how individuals aged 18 and above monitor and control their blood sugar levels. Upon becoming available on the market, the Cybionics GS1 CGM has helped users worldwide navigate the complexities of diabetes management with more confidence and peace of mind. Thanks to Cybionics, now more people are able to view and share their real-time glucose data, receive customizable glucose alarms, and generate full AGP reports, all directly from an intuitive Cybionics app, empowering them with the necessary information to make better decisions about their health. Cybionics combines data accuracy and comfort of wear, which is important to us all, with a feature-rich app. The 14-day scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Let's kick it off with a regular. His name is Tobe. This one came in over Christmas. He is from Gothenburg in Sweden. And I just hope we are still pronouncing your name right. Are we going with, we always go in with Tobe. We said Tobe, I think. Yeah, yeah. Tobe. And he hasn't corrected us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He says, hello, Owen. I just want to thank you for a great year. I know it may sound a little weird, but having you in my ears every week makes me feel that we do this together. I've listened and learned a lot, even if some of your advice in the podcast works differently for me. Yes, everything you say is from your Owen (laughs) experience. (laughs) Did you write that? He wrote that and we're all different. As you say, all diabetes is the same, but no diabetic is the same. Just to give one example, When it comes to training, I have to do almost everything the opposite way. I have found that I am very adrenaline sensitive. Thanks to you, I have found ways to handle this. With this, I want to wish you, and of course, Graham, thank you, a Merry Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year with my best regards and a friendly hug from Tobe in Gothenburg, Sweden. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. There's my voice crack. I'm not crying on this episode. (laughs) Let's just just clarify that. Absolute legend. I love Tobe. And he listens to all of the episodes. He messages me through email, through Instagram. He's just a great part of the podcast. So a massive thank you to, to you, Tobe. Always appreciate you listening. Always appreciate you reaching out. And it's really nice to hear that. What did he say? I think he said, it may sound a little weird, but it's like I'm in his ears, which yeah. is kind of nice because... There are podcasts that I regularly listen to, and e- even though you don't know the person on the other end, you kind of feel like you do because you're almost having these sort of conversations with them. Now, mm. I feel like I know Tobe already, but anyone else listening to the podcast, I hope you feel like we know each other too, because that's what I love about podcasts. They're uh, a nice, intimate conversation and a nice way to have somebody in your ear. So thank you, Tobe. I'm also always very impressed by Tobe's English and the fact that he put in a pun <laughs> just proves how well-spoken he is in English. Like, imagine trying to do a pun in another language. 
hopeless. And what I do like is what he says, and it's one of the things you always reiterate when you're telling an experience from your own perspective, is this is your experience as well, and this is how it works for you. And he is just proves this. He listens, he understands that when you go to the gym, it works for you in one way, but for him, it's the complete opposite. And that's the best thing. But because he listens, he has figured out ways around it. So that is, that's great to hear from Tob. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the big thing, about diabetes in general and obviously this podcast itself is we try to educate as much as we can but do with that information what needs be what you have just said graham what works for me and my experiences on the podcast can be completely different to you so just because it works for me does not mean that it will work for you in terms of exercise insulin ratios timing all these different things but the important thing is when you know more about exercise, when you know more about nutrition, when you know more about insulin and all these different things that we go through in the podcast, you have the confidence to make those tweaks and to, I suppose, customize them to your own lifestyle, which is what Tobe has done, which is great to hear. So thank you again, Tobe. Much appreciated. From one regular, I recognize this name as well. I think he follows me on Instagram and he does reply to a few things. Joe Thomas. And I read this one on, and I think you want to find this one very interesting. And the subject line is a family of diabetics. And Joe says, hey, Owen, I hope you're well. And tell Graham I said hi as well. Thank you very much, Joe. I just thought I'd say I'm still listening and loving the podcast. It's still a big help to me. Just messaging to say how mad diabetes is. My brother got it when he was about 11 years old. I got it at 22, nearly 10 years with it now. And only two weeks ago, my cousin, who's seven, was diagnosed. My brother was the first we know of that got type 1 in the family. But my granddad on my dad's side has type 2. On my mam's side, my granny has type 2. Anyways, just a random message to say that I think my family are trying to take over the world of diabetes without (laughs) even trying. Take it easy, Owen. And that is from Joe Thomas. Legend. I love Joe. Thank you, Joe, for reaching out. And of course, as always, listening to the podcast. I actually worked with Joe, uh, I think a couple of years ago now. Really nice guy. Always a big fan of Joe. So if you're listening again, appreciate it. And yeah, look, that's mad. I think even just what we've been speaking about, about COVID kind of leading to people becoming type one, you hear stories of family members and relatives getting it and you hear brothers and sisters mothers and daughters fathers and sons whatever it is but still there's no like definitive cause for it and as we were saying it's all kind of speculation of it's genetic it's whatever it's caused by x y or z or z my dad actually called me up on that when i said you say z on the podcast and you say z in real life and I was like, how should you notice that? Because I well, say X, it, Y, and Z. I think that rolls off the tongue nicer. He's an English teacher, isn't he? No, no. Oh, he's an English teacher. My mother was an English teacher. Oh, mother. Well, okay. So A, B, C, D, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z. I would say Z, though. W, X, Y, and Z. But now I say X, Y, Z because I feel it kind of rolls off the tongue nicer. I'd, I'd say Z because it rhymes with V. T U V W X Y and Z because it's a bit of a rhyme. Now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't you sing mm. with me? So it's a rhyme. That's anyway, look, we're we're getting off we're getting off topic here again. <laughs> again, we can't concentrate. 
So what was, what was I saying? I'm sorry, Joe. So there's no links okay. to it being genetic, is there? Well, there, is, there obviously is links to it because yeah. it's not just... It's not just coincidence that yeah. brothers and sisters or parents and, and children have it. There has to be something. But again, I'm not a doctor, so I can't tell you exactly why. But it always seems to be kind of speculation as to why somebody is diagnosed with type 1. Even with me, I got it when I was 19. And I think the only person in my family who had type 1 prior to me getting it was my dad's grandmother. But I had some strange virus and I was very ill when I was like 10 days old. Had to get like a a lumbar puncture and these kind of things to try and determine what it was. And even to this day, I've been told by a doctor that it could have been that virus that you had that was kind of laying dormant in your system up until you were 19. And -hmm. then whatever caused it to then erupt to continue with the volcano analogy. But weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I find it so fascinating that there's still so many unanswered questions. And I suppose we'll ever get to the bottom of it and why it actually happens. It's, It's so fascinating. I know. Anyway, the fact that Joe had his brother and his younger cousin, he could obviously learn from his brother. And hopefully now his younger cousin can learn yep. from him, which is a nice thing about it, I feel, because obviously if somebody in your family has it, you can learn a lot from them, bounce things off each other and uh, test out different yep. diabetic strategies, which is nice. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.